wedding is the parents' business. This is the couples as children. You know, we are in Africa, we are in Nigeria, and there's this saying that weddings are usually not yours, but your parents. Well, what my dream wedding was, was to have just a church wedding without a reception. For most unconventional or small wedding you see, there are many more that would have happened if the couples concerned really had their way. Sometimes they never do because in Nigeria, parents are believed to take over their children's weddings. Is that really so? Let's find out. My name is Lilian Ogazi and this is The Bearing coming to you from Daily Trust. In this episode, we're looking at who truly owns and has the right to make decisions on wedding ceremonies in a Nigerian wedding. In Africa, marriage is considered a very important milestone, especially in Nigeria. Marriage, as I would love to call it, is one of the key things that have to happen in your life and when it doesn't at a particular age, the pressure begins to mount. Pressure from parents and even extended family members. For Nigerian parents, your wedding day is more like their own. It is rare to see a Nigerian mother not showing so much interest in the planning and coordination of her child's wedding, even if it's just an introduction. They are always fully involved and sometimes the excitement can even make them go overboard. Often, the wishes of the couple are actually never granted. Who actually owns the wedding ceremony? The couple or the parents? Let's listen to some parents. I am Chief Emmanuel So in Nigeria, who owns the wedding? Is it the parents or the couple? Okay, so if it is traditional, then it is uh, the bride, the bridegroom. And if it is um, wife, there is the bride. So why is it that parents, the parents of both the bride and the groom, like taking charge of the weddings and the couple have little or no say? You know, it could be individual differences anyway. Um, uh, in Igbo land, somebody will tell you, you know, from my, you know, that is uh, perhaps explain it. If you take away something that somebody does not eat, it's a good thing you have done for him. So it gives room or that joy for celebration. Seeing that your children are getting married, you feel like contributing. You feel even like uh, carrying the whole ceremony on your head. So you're saying so, it's, it's done as a thing of joy. Yeah, that's just that. But most of the times, what the children want are usually not imputed. Shall when the children say they want a small wedding, why is it that the parents just ignore them and go ahead with what they want? To? Yeah, because sometimes the parents uh, feel that um, uh, God has uh, buttered their bread and uh, why should them not make it open and uh, more ceremonial than anything? So that's uh, a show of uh, telling the people, yes, uh, after all, some people may feel that my child will not marry. He has married, you know, that kind of thing. That ego, that uh, happiness 
to show people that yes, God has made it for you. Do you have a child that is married? Yes, of course, I have one. Okay, so how? What did your child want for her wedding, and what did you do? Well, she wanted something low, but I think uh, she was surprised that uh, I have to organize it for my club members, even the villagers, even to hear the story, see the pictures. They were shocked. So I wanted it so. And you made it so. Yes, both of them. The parents are involved, the couples are involved. So, but most um, um, couples are complaining that their parents usually take over their weddings. Do you think parents take over their children's wedding? Parents don't really take over their children's wedding, if I may say. If you look at it, the, the parents have been on the ground before the children came, and they are more, they know more people that they want to involve. And probably the parents also have also been gracing people location. So it is their turn now. People will turn out much. And these couples in question may not even have the crowd. They may not have the people. They may not have friends enough that will grace it. It all depends on what they want. Okay, but don't you think it's parents should at times allow the children have their own input? Why not? It is their right to have their own input. Mm. But when you talk of who owns the wedding, I said both, but if you now want to really balance it up, you see that the parents are more involved. It's like the wedding is the parents' business. They are the one inviting their friends, inviting clubs, inviting associates. If you watch most Nigerian weddings, you see that the adults are more than the children because I still see the couples as children. But because the parents are the ones gracing the occasion for their children. But why? Why do the parents take over? It is the joy of every parent to see their children get married. So on that day, it's like their own joy knew no band. So they would just invite people oh come and see it's my turn to celebrate my children and getting married that is just it not that they intentionally want to take it over from their children no those are some parents telling us why they have the right to their children's wedding ceremonies some people argue that on your wedding day if you are not a public figure you will be able to count the guests you and your spouse invited most of the time 60 to 80 percent of the guests at elaborate weddings are invited by the parents of the couple they go as far as having different ashwabi for different sets of guests how true is that do couples feel left out from their wedding well i had a chat with some couples and this is what they say Mrs. Thelma Momo. I'm a broadcast journalist and I just got married in October last year. So um, we're talking about how Nigerian parents take over wedding. Did that happen to you on your wedding? Yes, so it did. I feel that, yeah, parents, I don't know, aside from the fact that you, their child, is getting married, they want, because they are inviting um, their big friends, their family members, most of them they've not seen for a long time. So I think they want to also use that opportunity to let's say show off so they want it to really they want to to impress hey yes that's the word because in as much as you the bride or the groom will say okay because we me i actually wanted a small wedding i am my husband okay we wanted a small wedding but like okay just few persons and then before you know it as learnings are going on you start hearing um this person is coming from so place so these people are are we getting the boss to get them to are we bringing a boss like hiring a boss to bring so so people from this whole place like you are you be like I, I thought we said small we wedding. want a small wedding so where where are you carrying all these people to and then before you know it little by little your plan just has, just over. goes under the carpet and so how, how did you feel about just it takes over. how yeah. did you feel about it during the planning yeah initially initially we didn't really feel so good about it but later we just had to accept it and we just accepted that okay the occasion is something of joy so since they want these many people to come fine let's all come and 
and celebrate together because at the end of the day you wouldn't want anything to to make you feel sad or to spoil your your mood or your celebratory celebratory mood so we just have to accept it yeah if we are inviting these much persons to come from uh, the village and other places so we just have to make provisions for them so are you at saying, the end of the day so are you saying for your wedding most yeah. of your inputs and what you wanted were not at the forefront the way you wanted them no basically basically it was just the number of guests because uh usually the bride typically the bride is the bride owns the wedding why do i say so because she gets to choose a lot of things from the color colors of the day to the type of decor they will still they still give the bride that um leverage. chance yeah. yes the leverage you can choose what you want the colors the whole you have to, you, you can't you you, ha- you get to have a say in all of these things but the one that you don't get to have a say is the number of guests you can you can say i want to some amount of guests but your parents will tell you no 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 i'm i'm expecting this person this person says she wants to come those people they tell them so you can't tell them not to bring them you get but for every other thing the bride gets to have a say so do you think that would ever change i don't i don't see it changing any time the only, the only thing that's going to make you change is if you're holding your wedding or you're having your wedding not you're not having it in nigeria okay that's that's the only thing that'll make it change so long as you're having it in nigeria where your parents have a lot of their relatives and their friends and families <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> it, it's only change it cannot change um during my wedding my wife and i had um had a pre-arrangement sort of an agreement with um, both sides that uh, we were going to do it as we wanted it to be and our parents agreed with us so the entire wedding was planned and executed based on what my wife and i wanted there wasn't any sort of interference or trying to quote and unquote take over the wedding there was no elaborate uh, wedding arrangements by either side of the family because um, my wife and i stood on what we want and our parents both of them actually agreed to stick with us in doing things the way we want it to be done so basically it was more of an understanding which was established long before the day long before the planning begun we had a set number of um invited guests that we wanted uh we weren't just inviting people who were supposed to come for the sake of coming but we invited close-knit family uh and uh, friends so yeah basically there was no sort of taking over the wedding by our parents I'm Mrs. Grace Henover Jaffet. How long have you been married? Okay, this year will be make it. This year will make it three. So, how was your wedding like? Was it your dream wedding? <laughs> I don't think I've, I had a dream wedding. Like, I don't think I've ever imagined a dream wedding. So, I can't say that was a dream wedding. Okay, so because would... I've, I've not envisioned a dream wedding before. Okay, so would you say your wedding, your parents took over your wedding, or you were fully in charge of your wedding? Okay, I think I was partially in charge. You know, we are in Africa, we are in Nigeria, and there's this saying that weddings are usually not yours but your parents so especially the traditional marriage so at least that's the last honor you get to give them before moving over to another hand and another family so whatever they want and it's convenient with you it's not it's going to be turbulent but if it's convenient with you then you give them the free hand to do as they wish i think it was 50 50 on my side yeah my parents wanted this i well for me i wanted a very small sec 
that kind of thing. But based on who my parents are, it just couldn't go that way. And everywhere was flooded with people. So and were they flooded with people you knew or flooded with their friends? Obviously, not people I knew. <laughs> aunties that were present when they were married, aunties that were present when you were a baby, people you don't know, obviously. So, so how did that, that make is, you feel? Well, I would say made me feel mm, in a special way my my parents making my parents happy and all these people are coming to share in our joy i kind of liked it yeah i liked it that I, I i honored my parents in a special way and then people came to share in our joy so i didn't feel bad about okay so you didn't feel bad about the fact that you wanted a small wedding but your parents decided to go the opposite direction no no i didn't feel bad i felt bad before but obviously it's a beautiful day Brasile, about 18 months now <laughs> Well, what my dream wedding was, was to have just a church wedding without a reception. Well, when I mean dream, I, I don't mean that was what I've been fantasizing on from childhood. I just desired that just about a year to death that time. But, but no, that didn't happen. And it happened far better than what I even anticipated in the end. So uh, that was simply because my, my parents were preferred a wedding that would have a reception to a wedding that would not have a reception. Okay, so you're saying you wanted something less elaborate and they wanted, they wanted something more elaborate and you lost yes, what they yes. wanted yeah in the end of the day right well there were some back and forth before we went there but in the end of the day it was beautiful so how did that yeah. make you feel when the back and forth was going on mm, well uh, personally i i had to insist on some things at some point but it, it caused some friction between us so i just said well it was a one day event um let's let's go through let's just go through it but personally the decision i made at the end of it was that i wouldn't i wouldn't do that to another person why do you think they wanted to really get so involved in your wedding I'm the only son, for God's sake. Aha, uh-huh. okay. Do you think parents wanted to get involved in their children's wedding will ever stop? Well, um, I can't say. I don't know the future. But I think it's um, going to be dependent on the context. Okay. Uh, given our African context, it's going to be very difficult for that to stop. Um, I don't see a foreseeable future. Given our African context where um, that would be possible, I think if a person would, want, would not want her parents or his parents to get involved in his wedding, he would have to take that wedding out of the African context. Those are some married people speaking. How can couples navigate the wish of their parent while inculcating their own wishes as well? We'll find out shortly. You are listening to The Bearing coming to you from Daily Trust. You can listen or download this episode on Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio by searching for The Bearing. You can also listen on Nas FM, it's 9.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 in Joss. We'll be going on break. Tuesday. <music> and impactful stories of the day. Treated inside out with in-depth analysis to give you insight into the issues that matter. The issue of injustice needs to be addressed. We are going into hell. Why are you sending your child? Why are you, are you that poor? Are you that hungry? Oh, we are not practicing any democracy in Nigeria. They don't deal with us well, well. Trust us on Nigeria Daily, a daily podcast from Daily Trust to bring to you the news behind the news. 
to listen in, log into our website at dailytrust.com or on bossprout.com. You can also listen in on Spotify and TuneIn Radio. Follow up on Instagram and Twitter at Daily Trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. Welcome back. This is The Bearing coming to you from Daily Trust. In this episode, we are talking about who actually owns the wedding ceremony in Nigeria. Before we went on break, we spoke to some parents about why they take over their children's weddings. We also had a chat with some couples about how they feel about their parents' authority and overruling their weddings. In many cases, conflicts usually ensue between the bride and groom and both parents, especially when it comes to planning and the parents' attitude of trying to take over. How can both the wishes of the parent and the bride and groom be met without conflicts. A wedding planner tells us more. My name is Michael Igundu and I'm the CEO and director of KVI Events and Planning. As a wedding planner, the first thing you most likely have to realize is you're not just employed by the couple, either the bride or the groom. You are employed by the whole family, not necessarily the whole family, but more specifically to the bride and groom and their parents. So when you have that in mind in the first place, you now know how to approach each wedding and um, how to tailor fit what that uh, wedding, what that particular wedding requires. So I've gotten to experience uh, cases of weddings where the couples want something different and the, the parents want something different. Well, the truth is, the couples can't decide on everything, neither can the parents decide on everything. So there are specific uh, things you have to leave for the couples to decide. And there are also things you have to leave for the, 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 the parents to decide. When you talk about the type of music, that's the, the DJ you have to get, you have to leave that to the couples because that's, they, can't, they have to select the kind of music they want. And when you, Talk about um, variety of food in in the event. You have to that's how you have to go back to the parents and the kind of things they, they like. So those are just very simple examples um, on how to handle and balance the scale because it's a very it's a very dicey situation when you're dealing with couples or parents rather that want to have so much influence over their their kids' wedding. The truth is, both the wishes of the parents and the groom can be met without conflicts because that's, that's only if you have to apply wisdom to it and try to balance the scale on how to please both sides. Because these are two different families getting to know each other and, and, be, and become one. They have the sides that feel like they own the wedding. That most likely, most times, comes from the, the bride's family. So when, when you have families like that and um, that I feel like they own the wedding, it's kind of very difficult to have or get to listen to suggestions or ideas from the groom's side. So it just takes you to know how to offer them what they want and try and balance your scale. So um, for couples on how to navigate their big day while satisfying their parents, is it's very simple. You both have to stand as one singular unit. The groom not standing as, okay, my, my mom and dad said this, 
and the bride not standing as oh my 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 mom and dad wants this you have to stand as a unit in the first place so when you stand as a unit it's easy to to say okay the couple wants this so that makes uh, the decision quite final because this is what the couple wants not the groom wants this because of his family or the bride wants this because of a family so when they when they stand as a unit it makes it a lot easier so that that's just one of the things and um, ways i i try to navigate and handle the both sides why then do parents feel the need to take over their children's wedding is it the need to please society or just a way of expressing joy Bill Kisu Ahmed puts these questions and more to a sociologist. I am Abdullah Yumekanomadaiki from the Department of Sociology, Bayer University, Kano. Let me begin by saying that it's not a taking over, mm. but they see it more of their responsibility to organize and accommodate a much more flamboyant and elaborate wedding so that their words after the wedding, after some years, it may be recalled that they have made a history. It has absolutely nothing to do with attitude or behavior. Okay. Instead, it's fundamentally issues around civilization and the present day time where culturally prescribed wedding activities are more or less relegated, are replaced by modern, flamboyant, and elaborate celebrations mm. for histories to be made by the parents. So it's not taking over, but more or less the parents see that as their fundamental responsibility to showcase whatever they have to showcase, but then they will have to dance to the tune or in tantamount with what has been happening within their cultural prescriptions. Mm. So what if... The children are against all that. They just want a simple wedding. Wouldn't want that cultural or making history. Yes. Why? Right. Why? Why? Why do they insist that they take over? They do that for if, them. Even if the children do not want. Yes. Well, at the level of marriages, particularly for first timers, I mean, newly married couples who so are about to be married, but then they are new into the system. More or less in Africa, we see that as the responsibility of the parents. So I have no, I cannot see any reason why some children will insist that whatever the, I mean, uh, programs the parents or events are organizing, children will say no, because they don't see it as their own responsibility. Instead, they see it, I mean, the parents at their own personal responsibility a role at that moment okay. at that very moment for them to organize celebrations so they do not allow the children to dictate what will happen because they see them as newcomers mm. they see them as people who doesn't know the experience who doesn't have the experience they see them as those who are just simply getting wedded who have just wedded and they are going into the system but then is a one-time life history thing that when you do it, you may not get the chance to do it again. Mm. Even if you are going to marry several wives later in life, okay. that kind of organization, that kind of celebration, such kind of events may not necessarily hold. Okay. Instead, parents will now, for the first time, as new couples, 
will have to organize that flamboyant and also tell the children to the sense to their senses <laughs> hold on you don't have a hand you don't have a role mm. it's our responsibility and we really need to showcase what you really need to showcase as far as the celebrations as far also what you can be able to afford mm. and offer to the public okay that was dr meikano madaki a sociologist speaking small or glamorous no matter how the wedding goes or whose decision was taken it all signifies a show of great love for the couple god bless nigeria this is where we draw the curtain on this episode of the bearing thank you so much for listening a big thank you to everyone who contributed to making this program successful the bearing is a daily trust production and you can download these and other episodes on dailytrust.com bossprout.com google podcast apple podcast spotify and TuneIn radio by searching for the bearing you can also listen on nas fm 89.9 in yola and unity fm 93.3 in Joss. Remember that it is open for sponsorship and advert placement. So if you intend to sponsor an episode of The Bearing, or if you have questions or comments, or even suggestions of topics you would like us to talk about, call us or send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. Or you could reach us via social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at daily trust. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now. Thank you.